I can only remember one real time that I was ever truly, truly lost as an adult. I was in my mid-20s, I believe. I was visiting Jerusalem for the very first time, spoke no other language than straight up Arkansan, and I got completely lost. At the time, it was terrifying. I didn't know where I was at. I didn't know the language. Couldn't find the hotel I was staying at. I was literally wandering the streets by myself. Well, I did have one friend with me, but she was just as lost as I was and saw it as an opportunity to window shop. We were lost for a good couple of hours. And before it was pitch black dark, we finally made it back to our hotel. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think that was a fun experience. But looking back on it, I have been very grateful for it because A, it's a funny memory. B, it helped me empathize a little bit more of what it may feel like to be somewhere outside of your normal surroundings. But the thought never crossed my mind that getting lost could be done on purpose. And that situation of getting lost could have made my brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. today's episode. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host. And today we are talking about how you can make your brain happy by getting lost on purpose. Yes, you heard that correctly. I said get lost on purpose. Saying it out loud, it kind of feels like an insult. But the other day I put on my Facebook status, hey, what are some things that you do to make your brain happy? And I got a variety of responses, but one stuck out. Someone said that they were in a different country, got on buses over and over and over again until they were intentionally lost and they made themselves find their way back. They said this made their brain happy. But guess what? This individual is not alone. Apparently, this is a thing. And we are going to talk to David Oki out in China to hear a little bit more about how getting lost on purpose can make your brain happy happy. But if this is your first time listening and you have not yet subscribed to this show, I invite you to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this. If fun, quirky, outside of the box ways to make your mental health journey a little more interesting is your jam. Thank you for hitting subscribe. And if you have a moment, if you've enjoyed this show so far, make sure you leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. Let's go ahead and get into this, y'all. When I saw that response to my status about yeah, I get lost on purpose. That's a mental health activity for me. I was like, what? But, you know, I ran over to Google and put getting lost on purpose. And there were so many blogs talking about the perks <laughs> of getting lost. I read things like that it improves your sense of direction. <laughs> I guess it would. It helps us not be as addicted to our phones for navigation and helps us tap into our internal compass, helps us pay more attention to our surroundings. And the funniest thing, one of the funniest things that I read was from EurekaCamping.com, which sells camping equipment. And they put in big, bold letters, don't worry, getting lost on purpose is far less stressful than the real thing. <laughs> Eureka Camping also said that by getting lost on purpose, you can familiarize yourself with the feeling of uncertainty that it entails. If you've had an experience finding your way when you're lost, the task of doing it in real life can seem infinitely less daunting. 
So in other words, you're doing some like loss prevention. You know what I mean? I can't get lost. I get lost on purpose. I have practiced getting lost. You can't lose me. That would be an awesome romantic comedy where this creepy dude like gets lost on purpose because he never wants the girls to lose him. They try to lose him, but he always just keeps popping back up in their life because he's developed that skill. I don't know if that'd be a romantic comedy or a horror, but get this. It's not just adventurer people who just think this will be fun, who go out camping and get lost on purpose. I actually found an article on Psychology Today written by Dr. Alan Castell, where he lists out three different ways getting lost on purpose can be helpful. This is a psychologist, y'all. It's linked up in the show notes, but just to summarize it, he says, one, being lost can lead to a deeper learning about yourself, I guess because you're spending so much time with yourself. Two, our brain is addicted to problem solving, so it makes us better problem solvers. And three, sometimes getting lost is a good thing because it forces us to be more aware of our surroundings, like I mentioned earlier. It's an interesting article. It's linked in the show notes. But yeah, this is a thing. But I had to reach out to the original person I heard talk about this. David Oki out in China was so kind. It was early morning his time. He was in between teaching classes. It was late at night where I was at, but he jumped on a call with me and I asked him, why in the world... Would you ever get lost on purpose? So at the time, I had just moved to a new city, and it was about 7 million people. It was a huge city. It was called Hangzhou in China. And I didn't know very many people, and I definitely didn't know the city. Um, so after a couple of weeks of living there, I was getting bored. I was teaching and I guess just looking for a way to do something different, but also wanted to learn the city. So I came up with this really strange idea where I got on a bus and I took it for several stops. And then I got off and got on the next bus and took that for several stops and just went from bus to bus to bus until I had no idea where I was. And then I started walking and I decided to walk until I found my way home. The first time I did it, it took me about 13 hours to find my way home, but I did it. It was a way to kind of break up the monotony that I was starting to feel. I started doing that. I decided to do that every other weekend. So every other Saturday, I would go and do that. Like I said, the first time it took me 13 hours. The second time I did it, it only took me like 10 hours. And every single time, it would get better and better and better, faster and faster. So like I said, it was a way to uh, learn the city. But at the same time, like also... Yes, I was in a new city. I was in China and it was an adventure in itself. But even in that, it was really easy to just kind of get stuck in the day-to-day -day routine. And that's never something that I have really enjoyed. Even, even a good routine just kind of got a little boring. Throwing myself into kind of a unexpected, who knows what will happen adventure. It was really, I don't know. It was just something that I enjoyed to do. I think the funniest thing that he said is he was excited. That his second time, it only took him 10 hours instead of 13. It only took me 10 hours. 10 hours is a stinking long time. But I love that he was proactive. And when he got bored, he decided to do something about it. I know I get so bored in my routine, but I don't do so much about it. Usually I just complain about it. But he got lost on purpose. That was his fix. I was wondering where that idea come from. Has he always done this? It was uh, back in the States. I would just go for a drive, you know, just hop in the car and go drive. Who knows where? But it's, you know, that's just, it's not hard to get lost. But that was always my thing in the States. If I was feeling needing to get away, I would just go for a drive. In, in Hangzhou, I didn't have a car. So that was the equivalent of just going for a drive. And who knows where it's going to take you. The only difference being 
I couldn't really communicate with anybody. And this was, uh, this was 15 years ago. So this was before, I mean, the cell phones existed, of course, but it wasn't quite the same. So yeah, it was just a complete adventure because I couldn't really communicate with anybody very well besides, you know, pointing and grunting. Now, my biggest question about getting lost is how difficult is it to actually get lost? You know what I mean? I've never tried to get lost on purpose. So it's an interesting thought of what's the process of trying to get lost? Uh, not difficult. And then I would sit at the bus stop and the next bus that showed up, whatever it was, I would get on that. Most of the times I'd end up across town. Sometimes I was, sometimes it was actually not too far away from where I lived, but I didn't know that because it was a different side of town that, like I said, it was, I was new to the city. Pretty much everything was new. So even relatively close places were still uncharted for me. If you can actually believe it, I found a blog that is called How to Get Lost on Purpose. It's linked up in the show notes. It's from whereaware.com. Perfect URL for that. But it says getting lost on purpose is surprisingly tricky because it goes against our basic instincts. But they encourage us to enjoy the wonder of the wander. I really want a t-shirt that says wonder of the wander. But the basic premise of the blog is to just open up that side of yourself to just kind of go in a direction that you're curious about and allow yourself to explore, which is so interesting to me because I know as adults, we've kind of shut off that side of ourselves, right? You don't wander around. You don't just explore. You have to have a mission to everything. You have to know where you're going. Maybe that's where a lot of the frustration and stress comes from, right? I wondered with David, did it really make his brain happy? Yeah. Uh, and that's why I... That's why I responded with this because, and I don't know how common, I don't know how common this is. This is just me. So for me, it's normal. But anytime I'm in a routine with the same thing going on, like Monday, I'm doing this, Tuesday, I'm doing this, Wednesday, I'm doing this. It gets old pretty fast. And I don't know, I guess I feel I never enjoyed getting stuck in that type of routine. It just kind of felt like that type of life bogged me down. And I don't know, I just never enjoyed that. I needed some sort of unpredictability. My wife, at the, my, my wife doesn't understand that because she's like, isn't predictability good? Isn't that routine a good thing? And yeah, even when it's a good routine and it's going well, that's ideal for most people. But the routine and monotony always just kind of started dragging me down. For my brain, that was just kind of a, an escape from the day to day. It's not for everybody. Something like that is not for everybody. But I understand that. I understand some people would look at that as completely insane. And many people have told me that because it's a story that I like to share. I thought it was pretty fun and pretty awesome. But some people don't view it that way. They're like, you are an idiot. But I, I would just say that if you are somebody that does get tired and kind of worn out by day-to-day -day routines, maybe don't go get lost, but find something that you can do that can just be an escape from that, a, a little miniature adventure that you can add to your day. I love that he said that you just really need to know yourself. You don't have to go wandering out in the middle of a random country where you don't know where you're going. If that sounds interesting to you, go for it. We are not held liable for anybody who gets lost listening to this podcast. But what I pulled away from David is to understand what makes your brain happy and be willing to explore and play and break up the routine of your life. You have to be proactive and intentional with that. But like you said, it's not for everyone. However, back to the Psych Today article that I mentioned earlier, they actually gave some other ideas for getting lost instead of going and getting lost in some random city or jumping on buses. It says there are many ways to get lost and challenge your mind. They mentioned reading a good mystery novel, Engaging in a conversation about a topic you don't know much about. Ooh. 
We don't like that as grownups, do we? Because we want to be the knowledgeable one in the conversation. But what if we sat and we learned and we listened and we asked questions? It also mentioned trying something new that isn't in your usual routine, maybe going to a new restaurant, ordering something new. And I'll end with this quote. It says, getting lost makes you and your brain grow. And while it is scary at times, you can enjoy the benefits. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Y'all get lost in something and make your brain happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.